Yeah, I was going to ask, um, because yeah. before we started recording, you were like, I think I know what your number one is. And I was like, I bet you don't, because I was going to ask if you thought this was it, because this is what I would have guessed you were going to guess for me. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Other Brothers Podcast, the show where two best friends give their thoughts and opinions on any and all consumable content out there in the world. I'm John. I'm Colin, and we're your hosts. Today, we're going to do another top five because we enjoy doing them and you enjoy listening to them. Yeah, so I've got a D20. I'm going to roll it, and whatever number it lands on, we will go over to our fancy list that we made with a bunch of options, 20 of them to be exact, and we're going to pick one, and that's what our topic's going to be. So I'm going to roll. Our number is 14. Uh, Netflix original movies and or Amazon and or other streaming service original movies then. Yeah. Yeah. This will be an interesting one. This yeah, this fun. is going to be a lot harder to, like, think about without having, like, physical DVDs to, like, move around and things yeah, like that. Right? But, um, yeah, right? And specifically, this is this is movies, not TV shows. Right, right. So, I know you have gotten in the habit of adding TV shows to your... Um, it's been in the honorable your... mentions. It's not been in the I know, list. I'm just saying. We have another <laughs> topic for the TV shows, so don't put those in your honorable mentions either. It just means I'll throw a movie into the <laughs> series one. You know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Perfect. All right, great. Um, so we will be back in 20 minutes. We're setting a timer right now. And after 20 minutes is up, our list needs to be complete because we're going to start no matter what. So see you guys in 20 minutes. <laughs> All right, guys, we are back. It has been 20 minutes, and Colin and I have put together our top five lists of Netflix or other streaming service original movies. But mostly Netflix, because as we were going through and making these lists, we realized we only really have watched Netflix original movies. So, (laughs) yeah, Netflix has the most original movies out of the streaming services also, at least the ones that we use. So, yeah. um, This is going to be Netflix heavy, but I would say this was actually a really difficult list to put together because it's a much smaller... It's a really like niche kind of thing. Yeah. There's not as many options. Um, So like you and I both have watched our fair share of Netflix original movies, Mm -hmm. but picking ones that we thought were actually good and we would want to rate (laughs) in a top five, I feel like was probably kind of difficult for both of us. Yeah. No, because... Netflix, if you're listening, I am joking. Um, We love you, and that's all I want to say. So thank Uh, you, Netflix, for being Netflix. And with as much love comes as much honesty. And honestly, some Netflix movies (laughs) are not good. That being said, though, I feel like we've put together some pretty good lists. Um, I I like the movies that are on my list. Yeah, I'm very, very curious to see what's on your list because... I have no clue what to expect from you. There's like maybe two movies I could see being on your list. Okay. I think all of I think of these I might know your be... number one too, but we'll see. Okay. I think all of these could be movies on your list, um, but I don't think you have seen two of them. Ooh, interesting. So, uh, so... let's uh, let's get started. Uh, number five. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Give me your number five. Number five, uh, Six Underground. Do you remember that one? I do, yeah. Six Underground. Cool. Yeah. It's Michael Bay making the kind of movie that I feel like Michael Bay is at home in. Like, yeah, the Transformers uh-huh. movies are like definitely like Michael Bay stylized explosions and all the other stuff that goes with a Michael Bay movie. But like 
this is an R-rated Michael Bay movie, and he's just allowed to do whatever he wants with the budget <laughs> that he wants. Yeah. And this movie's nuts. The action is insane. The things that they end up doing, uh, particularly the, the scene with the, the giant magnets on the boat. Yeah. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. And then you see Fast and Furious doing like a smaller version of it like years later with Fast 9. So like I think Six Underground is a movie that while the story could have been a little bit better, it's a ton of fun to watch. If you like dumb action movies that are uh, filled with a little bit of suspense, I mean, uh, main characters can just die off. That's just a thing. I, I, yeah. I, I wish that there were more of them. I feel like Six Underground was a good movie. And I thought that's... it was awesome. Also, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, no, Ryan Reynolds does a fantastic job as like the lead in this movie, and he's got kind yeah. of an edgier character than I'm used to seeing him play. But yeah, yeah. no, I, I feel like it's just a ton of fun. Good action, oh, it's crazy great. stunts, and just off-the-walls insanity. It's a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. All right, John, number five. My number five is Hush. Ooh, good choice. And Hush... I actually had to look up to see if it was a Netflix original movie. Mm -hmm. And so what I found is that Netflix acquired the rights to Hush before it premiered. So in my book, that means that it is owned by Netflix. So that counts. Sure. But Hush is... (laughs) I'll count it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't know if it was anywhere else other than Netflix anyway. I know it premiered at a place, but I don't know what that necessarily means. Um but I like thinking about it, I really wasn't sure. And it just popped into my head. I was like, Hush was a good movie. I remember the two of us watching it, not expecting it to be very good. Because one thing that um, the two of us would do when we were younger is we would just get together and we would intentionally just like hang out and watch bad, scary movies to see but, if like, they were any good or not. Not just, not just bad movies. We would look up to see like the worst rated, lowest scoring horror movies and just watch really, really bad horror movies just because they're fun. And this yeah. took not us saying both by Hush surprise. was one of them. No, it, it it really shocked us when we were watching it. Yeah. And I mean Hush wasn't really rated that poorly, but we were like, well, it's about a people in a house that gets attacked. Why not? Let's watch it. But it was actually pretty good. It had some legitimately scary moments to me in it. So I was like, as far as home invasion movies go, this one was pretty good. Yeah, and the the twist that they throw in on the whole in, uh, home invasion trope is done really well. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely super check out cool. check out Hush if you haven't seen it. And if you have, it has been years since I've watched list. it, so I could not tell you <laughs> enough about it, but I enjoyed it when I watched it. So that's why I thought I should put it on my list. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so Colin, number 4, what did you put for that? Number 4, I have The Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah? Which cool. I didn't realize was a Netflix original movie. I had to look it up three different times just to make sure, like, I wasn't, like, wrong. But <laughs> I, wow. I, cool. I know people don't quite like this movie. Like, it's not anybody's favorite. But I really like this movie. I, I think it's a ton of fun. I don't think it's my favorite of the Cloverfield movies. But on its own, I think it's fun. It's got a weird twist of, like, sci-fi horror, and those are my two favorite genres. So, of course, it's, I'm going to love it, you know? Yeah. So, the other Cloverfield movies, those aren't Netflix originals, right? No. Okay, Clover- that's what I thought. And they're not even, like, the same style of movie either. So, like, the first Cloverfield movie mm-hmm. is a handheld, like, found footage movie. That's what I thought. And it's really good. And then the second one is uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. And that is a 
trapped in a room, single location kind of movie until it becomes part of the Cloverfield universe kind of thing. And then Mm -hmm. the Cloverfield paradox is a sci-fi existential trans-dimensional horror style movie. And it's all these different genres and it makes for a weird trilogy, but I don't know. I, I like it. I like the Cloverfield paradox. Hey, that's cool. I have not seen any of the Cloverfield movies, so I really don't know much about them. But I've been planning to watch them. They're definitely on my list of movies to watch, just as a trilogy in general. I did not realize that they were all so drastically different in style, though. That's cool. So I saw the first Cloverfield movie when it came out, and I thought it was really scary. And then Mm -hmm. years later, I saw a movie on... uh, It was probably on... No, it wasn't. I saw it in theaters. It was Skyfall which was a really bad handheld camera alien invasion movie. Um, okay. Like so bad that spoilers for the top five worst movies list that we're going to do eventually. Um, it's going to be <laughs> on that list. Wow. Is that movie bad? But years later, um, I think it must've been like two or three years ago. Now I was scrolling through Netflix and I came across Cloverfield and I was like, Oh, that's that really bad alien movie. I can watch that. I'm in a light, happy mood right now. Mm. No, just as terrifying. It's still scary. (laughs) (laughs) And and while the Cloverfield Paradox isn't as scary as the first Cloverfield movie, I had a lot of fun with it. Cool. That's awesome. Moving on to your number four, John. My number four is um, a relatively recent Netflix original movie. It's Red Notice, starring Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Gal Gadot. Um, this movie is just so much fun this movie's awesome it's so good it's like heist movie it's like the way that I would describe it is it is National Treasure meets Indiana Jones kind of in a weird way it's really cool though and just the casting in it is super fun I love the story behind it it's another Ryan Reynolds movie also um, and you have heard me time and time again talk about how much I love him so uh, there, I can't say enough about that. He is his typical Ryan Reynolds self. But like the first 20 minutes of the movie, he's not. The first 20 mo- minutes of this movie, I was like, this is not what I was expecting from Ryan Reynolds. He's like kind of a jerk. Yeah, so Ryan Reynolds definitely does an amazing job in this movie. And you're right. In the beginning, he is not Ryan Reynolds. He reminds me a little no, bit of No, it's so like, weird. It, it reminds me a little bit of like him playing Deadpool. But like, okay. not Deadpool because it's not the character of Deadpool, but like that, like personality kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And then The Rock and Gal Gadot are giving phenomenal performances. Gal Gadot. Yeah. I think she, I think she would make for an amazing supervillain. Like her. Oh, for sure. Top on, top on. I don't know what that means. Spot on is what I meant to say. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it, perfect. And with how calm and intimidating at the same time she is in this movie it's perfect it's great Mm -hmm. and and it's really funny too like red notice is a really funny movie it is really fun and really good action too i i'm a sucker for a good action sequence and red notice has perfect action sequences Mm -hmm. red notice i think is the only streaming service original movie that i have watched more than one time (laughs) Um, all the other ones on my list i know i've only seen once but it's fine it's okay um this one i have watched more than one time is that only because we tried to record an episode for our podcast on it uh one that you guys will never hear once yeah that's that's the lost episode yeah sorry everyone uh maybe maybe we'll get back to it in one day we'll we'll 
We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, Colin from the future here. Just wanted to let you know that my microphone does not like it when I talk about Red Notice. Um, it died again. And the audio for the rest of this podcast is going to sound just a little bit different, but the content is still pretty good, I think. So enjoy the rest of the top five. Oh, uh, one last thing that I want to say about Red Notice before we move on to the next movie. I legitimately thought that this was going to be your number one, and I am shocked that it is not. I am like 100% surprised that this is not your number one and that it's at number four. Yeah, I was going to ask, because before we started recording, you were like, I think I know what your number one is. And I was like, I bet you don't, because I was going to ask if you thought this was it, because this is what I would have guessed you were going to guess for me. So, yeah. yeah, no, not my number one. Um, Interesting. It is at number four. To be fair, like I said, this is the only movie I've seen more than once, so I could just forget the other movies. Um, okay. But based on just the things I thought of in the order I thought of them, this is not number one. Interesting. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So, Colin, we're on to number three. What do you have for number three? Number three, I have Don't Look Up. It is okay. a very recent movie yeah. um, and definitely changed up this list. Uh, as we were going through the different streaming service movies, um, there was one that I had. Uh, I had the Cloverfield Paradox in number three, Six Underground in number four, and one of the honorable mentions, uh, The Christmas Chronicles, as number five. Okay. But then I remembered that Don't Look Up was a Netflix movie and went, oh, yeah, that that was really good. Don't look up is uh, one that I haven't watched yet. I plan to. It's on. I put it in my list on Netflix. I just haven't gotten around to it. It so. is very topical. Yeah. Um, in the same vein as like Death to Twenty Twenty or Death to Twenty Twenty One, which are things that I really wanted to include on this list, but I didn't feel like they were movies. No, they're like mockumentary like, style. Well, no, things. They, they're mockumentaries, but like you can argue that a mockumentary is good for like a film award or something. But yeah. like. I don't know. It since they're only an hour long, they felt more like special featurettes rather than movies. Yeah, no, I agree with that. But anyway, Don't Look Up is really funny. It, it with an amazing cast. <laughs> you have uh, Jennifer Lawrence and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio leading this satirical take on corporate greed and politics. I don't know. It's, yeah. I'm trying not to spoil it for you because I legitimately want you to go in like with as few spoilers as possible, but it's just, it's great. And I love the humor and the style of it is fantastic too. It's shot great, edited great. And there are moments of like dark humor seated all throughout this movie. And it's cool. Yeah. uh, There are two end credit scenes. Remember to watch both of them because they add so much to the movie. Okay. All right. (laughs) Noted. We'll definitely do that. Um, I um I think it's great. Also, just a side note that we are continuing the trend of having a Leonardo DiCaprio movie in our top five episodes. Is that has that um, been a thing? I haven't been paying attention. Except to that. for the first one, yeah, because we had horror movie one. I have had Shutter Island. I also had right. Inception. This was your Leo yep. debut. Oh, um, so good job! You did it. You made the cut. All right. Um. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to go <laughs> no. off track there. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, I'm just trying to think of like anything else to say about this movie that like wouldn't spoil anything. So one thing that this movie does really well is it takes these ideas, these amalgamations of people that exist today and condenses them into characters in this movie. So you have like billionaire tech geniuses like uh, 
Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and, you know, all of them. But like for a of a person as they are, it's all condensed into one awful person in this movie. And yeah. it's just, oh, it, it's great. There's there's so much commentary and so much you could like take mm. away from this movie. And yeah, it's really funny and I'm trying not to spoil it. So yeah, that's uh, Don't Look Up. That's my number three. Number three, John. <laughs> so my number three is the only movie that is not a Netflix original movie, but it's from a different streaming service. Yeah, th- this, t- this top five is top five Netflix streaming movies plus one. Yeah, and that's this one. Or m- um, mostly mostly streaming service movies from Netflix and other. Yeah, just this one. <laughs> and um, this one is an Amazon original movie, and it's The Tomorrow War. You'll remember in one of our previous top fives on sci-fi, um, I already did talk about The Tomorrow War, so I'm going to keep this brief. Um, but the reason I put it on here as well is because I really, really did enjoy that movie. And... I'm assuming you still have not had a chance to watch it, which is totally You know, fine. I was going to mention that. It's funny that this has come up on two of your top five lists so far, and I have still yet to see this movie. So I think this is a listen, uh, a wake-up call, a call to action, a... Yeah, literally, on, I, I really I really just put it on here <laughs> to call you out again. Yeah, so no, it just feels you know, like you want me to watch this movie. That's, that's I do. I just want to know your thoughts. Mm. Um, but it's a very, very <laughs> cool movie. It's got it's a very sci-fi time travel esque movie, um, but it's also a war. So there's lots of action. There's lots of battle. There's um, alien things and some cool twists and interesting things that happen. So it's pretty cool. Okay, um, sweet. I, really I enjoy. It. I will watch it at some point. Great, uh, maybe, just like all the things you... that are on my list to watch. So well, <laughs> maybe okay. if you put it on another top five list, then it will be three right. times on a top five list, yeah. and then I'll watch it. Third yeah. time's the charm. Got it. Yeah, All right. Will course. do. Great. But yeah, the Tomorrow War, that's my number three. That's, I'm not going to okay. say much else because if you want to hear more about it, which I didn't talk a whole lot about it the first time, but if you want to hear a little bit more, go listen to our top five sci-fi episode. Then <laughs> you can hear more about it there. All right. Number two. We are on to number two. Bring it on, Colin. All right. Number two, I have Extraction. Extraction. Yeah. Yeah. It is an action-heavy Chris Hemsworth stunt movie through uh, very tight corridors with probably the most crazy director I've ever seen. Um, The director is Sam Hargrave, Hargrave, Mm -hmm. and he was the stunt coordinator for, uh, I believe it was Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. And he worked with Joe uh, the Russos on it. so he's a stuntman. And yeah. in order to film this movie, they did some really insane stuff to get the proper shots. For instance, uh, there's one point where Chris Hemsworth and the bad guy jump out of a balcony, land in a uh, awning that then collapses onto a car, which then collapses onto the ground. They then get up and start a car chase scene. This was all shot practically as... Uh, the director with holding a steady cam jumped out of the balcony with them through the awning with them hit the car with them landed on the ground with them and then laid on the front hood of another car that drove behind the action it's crazy oh it's it was insane, absolutely so insane cool. 
Yeah, and the movie itself is just really just three long action sequences, so it's kind of like Mad Max Fury Road, where the action and the story in the action kind of tell the story of the characters and the movie, but I don't think that's a negative. No, I don't think so either. I, lo- I really enjoy Extraction also. Did we watch that one together, or did we watch that separately? I think that was one of the movies that like we streamed and like did a video call while that's we watched. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we did watch this one together, which is why I was like... I knew that I assumed you had watched it. That would be why I assumed that. Um, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Extraction is not on my list, but it's in my honorable mentions because I mm. felt like it did deserve to be talked about. Um, it's a very, very cool movie. So I'm glad that it made your list. That's awesome. Yeah, no, 100%. It, it's a movie that it's hard to explain or talk about in this kind of setting because it really is just those action sequences met with characters giving it their all and giving really top-notch performances Mm -hmm. yeah i mean Um, if you like action this is a perfect movie for you because it's real cool action with crazy crazy stunts like compared to like 600 grand mentioned earlier where the stunts are kind of as far-fetched and insane as they can possibly be extraction takes like the john wick style and is just what is the craziest we can be while still being grounded in reality all right john so uh, what's your number two my number two is Sweet Girl. Oh. Starring Jason Momoa. This is one that I one. assumed you hadn't seen yet. Yeah, no, I have not it's seen It's relatively new. Um, okay. Not as new as, like, Don't Look Up. Don't Look Up is very, very new. This one's not that new. But this movie was actually really cool, and it was recommended to me by just another friend. They were like, have you seen this movie? It's got Jason Momoa in it. It's got some cool action, but it's also, like, kind of serious tone, and it's different. And there's a big twist that you're not going to be ready for. And oh. I will tell you, I was not ready. Huh. What, um, uh, that's all. what, what genre is it? It's, um, it's like an, it's, so basically the general idea. Or what is, genre is it mostly, if that's a difficult question? I would say it's kind of, it's very fugitive-esque. Oh. So like, in terms of like, Jason Momoa and his daughter are on the run from authorities that's basically okay. the gist of what you get from the exposition and then that's the plot of most of the movie so oh that's wow. all so it just jumps right into it then well there's like beginning stuff before that like exposition to kind of get to know the characters and understand why they're running and things like that just like there is in like the fugitive but what i remember most from this movie is a lot of trying to evade the police oh interesting okay for a lot of it i mean there's other stuff that happens i don't want to get too into the details because i know you haven't seen it but i do think it's a movie you would enjoy (laughs) okay well i mean at least we're continuing the trend listen we're Um, nice to each other about it yeah that's true if if we both had seen it i would talk more about it but oh that's fair (laughs) i'll spoil it for anyone else who's listening to this later because they have the chance they heard the Mm. name of the movie they're like i haven't seen that I don't want to know. They can stop. Yep. You can't. So I don't yeah, want to Yeah, they, they can you. hit that little 15 second ahead thing and uh, guess. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, go watch it and come back and finish the episode. You yeah. can't do that. You don't have that option. So I'm being mm. nice. You're welcome. True. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> and you said that was Sweet Girl? Sweet Girl. Okay. I will add that to my list and I, I would recommend. Watch. Yeah. All right. Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Before we mentions. get to our number ones, let's do our honorable mentions. I have. 
Oh, well, you took one of them with extraction, so I've got four. Hey, I mean, you you took one of mine too. You took Red Notice, so. <laughs> oh, sweet! Yes. <laughs> yeah, I did want to talk about Red Notice, um, though I assumed that you'd put it on your list, but I definitely mm-hmm. put it as an honorable mention because it just was awesome. that good. Very cool. Yeah. I am going to be honest. I have no idea what your number one's going to be, so I'm very curious to find out. Um, uh, that's just a side note. Yeah. Cool. Okay. <laughs> honorable mentions. Go for it. Give me one. All right. So I already said the Christmas Chronicles. Um, I, I have not seen the second one yet, but okay. uh, it's a it's a really fun Christmas movie. It's Kurt Russell, and it, it takes kind of unexpected turns, and it, it feels like a dark movie, but it's very light. Interesting. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's the Christmas really Chronicles there's also is one that really, I haven't watched. There's a really fun uh, music scene that takes place in a jail cell. It huh. That won't make sense thinking it being a Christmas movie, but it's a lot of fun. Cool. Give it a watch. Yeah. Yeah. I have not seen that one, so um, that's definitely one that I have thought about watching around the holidays. I just haven't. Um, since we're I'm on the topic, to the second one. Yeah, cool. Since we're on the yeah. topic of Christmas movies, one of my honorable mentions is Jingle Jangle, um, which there's <laughs> another like subtitle to that, but it's a musical Christmas movie, and I really like the music in it. It's got okay. a real cool cast. Um, Forrest Whitaker is one of the main characters. I think you told um, me to watch this during christmas time but then work just got too busy yeah no this one's really cool and it's got fun music um okay. michael key is in it um yeah sorry i <laughs> I, I, his name wrong but i was right so that was me I, I, I thought you were gonna continue on just because of where the pitch ended in the sentence and i was like ah, i'm gonna say it again because uh, i do have more to say i just panicked that i said his name wrong but i did okay. so it's fine all right keegan michael cool. key is in it and he is um Spoiler, the bad guy, which is super oh. fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's fun. That's, so if that doesn't intrigue you. <laughs> that's almost like Samuel L. Jackson playing the bad guy in Kingsman. Like you just yeah. don't. Yeah. Right? Okay. So yeah. Now that you cool. know that, maybe you'll go give it a watch. I I definitely will. That sounds like I fun. will say, um, one thing about this movie that I think is cool is like, you technically could watch this pretty much any time. Like it takes place in mm-hmm. winter and it's about presence but christmas itself isn't a prominent feature in this movie so like it okay. is a gift giving happy wintery movie but like if you really wanted to watch it outside of the holidays it's, it, it's, it's christmas, totally justifiable to do it's christmas light but like not l-i-g-h-t-l-i-t-e yeah like yeah. santa's not in this movie there's nothing like there's no sleigh there's no christmas trees there's no christmas carols in it it's all its own music it's all its own very focused story Um, okay but it's a really cool movie i like it so i wanted to put it somewhere that we could talk about it i will definitely give it a watch sweet the next movie on my list is i am mother okay um this one is somewhat of a sci-fi horror movie surprise i put a sci-fi horror movie on my top five list oh i'm blown Uh, away i never (laughs) thought you would do that um (laughs) This one is about a post-apocalyptic future, possibly, where uh, there is only one human being raised by a robot in a place that was designed to raise several people by several robots. And there are no other people. And I'm going to leave it there, because this movie is one of those that the more you experience it and the more you get into it, little things happen and it kind of builds into this really cool experience and like the whole like way the movie is told the way that the movie ends it's just 
I don't know. It, it kept me guessing throughout the whole thing. And it felt like a mystery that wasn't a mystery to start, even from the beginning. Yeah. But even back and forth as to, like, what the motives are, what the positives are, you know? Okay, very cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I Am Mother. Pretty good. I recommend awesome. it. Awesome. Cool. That one's, I think, also on my list on Netflix to watch. I just haven't. <laughs> but, yeah, cool. Awesome. Another one on my list is The Old Guard. Oh, Which, I had to watch that. It's a real cool movie. I know that um, just in talking, I have told you to watch it a couple of times because I yeah. think it's really cool. So now that maybe that it's on a list, you'll actually go and do it. Um, so with my job, I have uh, quite a lot of downtime normally, and I actually have this movie downloaded all set to oh, watch cool. when, when I have that downtime. I just haven't had the ability to because mm-hmm. there have been other things I've had to do during that downtime. But yeah. I will definitely give this a watch. Just because it, it looks really actiony and looks just like the kind of style movie that I would enjoy. Oh, so yeah, I think so. Um, if I had more time instead of just the 20-minute time limit, this may have wiggled its way up onto my list because I really oh, do wow. like this movie. So it's, it's really just, good. Yeah, I just, you know, making this list really fast, I'm like, this movie, this movie, this movie, this movie, this is it. <laughs> These are other ones I really like, but I don't really know where they go. Um, this is mm. one of those, but I really, this is one that I have thought about watching again. So okay. unlike all the other ones on this list that I haven't watched more than once, and I probably won't just because there are so many movies in the world to watch um, that a Netflix movie is not my go-to usually, but like, it doesn't mean they're not good. Um, this is another one that I'm like, man, this would be a really fun movie to watch again. The action's really cool. It's Charlize Theron. Um, and she's just phenomenal and I love her just in general and she does great in all these action movies. She's the one who plays Furiosa in Mad Max. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's speaking her. of which, speaking of which, that's the next movie coming out in that saga is, uh, Mad Max or Fur- uh, Mad Max Furiosa or Fury Road Furiosa or something like that. Cool. But she's getting her own movie in the Mad Max universe too. Good. She deserves it. That's awesome. Yeah. No, and that's going to yeah. be awesome. But anyway, the old guard. I will yeah, she's the the like lead in the movie, um, and it's been a couple, I like at least a year and a half since I've watched this movie, so the plot for the most part is kind of evading me. But I remember the action sequences being really, really cool, really well done, um, and it being a pretty cool story overall. So nice. definitely would recommend it. My last honorable mention is the movie Bright. Bright. The one with Will Smith and the blue the guy. The one with Will yeah. Smith and the blue guy. Yeah, the yes. One, the one with not so subtle hints at racism and police brutality and corrupt police. But, yeah. and a really confusing story that didn't make a whole lot of sense if you thought about it too much and characters that should have said things at other times and exposition that didn't need to be there because other people said stuff. But with all those negatives is the reason why <laughs> it's not on my top five. But aside from that, it is really fun to watch. It is crazy and it kind of has to do with all those faults that i just said but even with all those faults they kind of turn it into this really odd watch yeah it's fun the action's really good it's set in this kind of like fantasy take on what is it san francisco uh um, i don't remember i'm gonna be honest it's been a long yeah, it's time that kind of that kind of setting though yeah um with like orcs and wizards and things in modern society almost yeah it's like D D meets modern world which is really interesting yeah um uh, there, there's a scene with a drunken wizard walking around with a sword 
Um, <laughs> and it, 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 I wish that the movie was more of that, more, yeah. more of that side of it. Sure. Um, but the fact that those things are in it, it's just, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed watching Bright just because it was fun. And I ended up getting invested in it by the end. Like, yeah, there are a couple of things that are like, oh, that's definitely going to happen. But then there's other things like, there's a Jesus allegory in this? When did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Bright's really good. Um, is that another one we did watch together? I don't remember. I don't know if we watched it together, but I think we watched it around the same time. If we didn't watch it together, you definitely recommended it to me and I watched it. Again, this was a while ago, so that's why it's yeah. slipping my mind, but... I'm pretty sure I watched it like within like a couple of weeks of it coming out. Okay. So it's definitely been a while since I've seen it too, but I just remember really enjoying just how weird and obscure it was. Yeah. No, it's definitely cool. Um, it's another one that I did think about putting on my list or on my honorable mentions at least, but I remember so little of that movie. I was like, I wouldn't be able to talk about it at all if I did. So that's why I didn't, but I remember enjoying it when I watched it. So. Yeah. I also have one more honorable mention. Um, All right, let's hear it. And this is by no means one of my favorite movies to watch. I probably will not ever watch it again. It's not really my type of movie. But oh, okay. I, um, I watched it originally because I thought it was going to be a scary movie, and it had a really good cast. Um, it's oh, called okay. The Devil All the Time. Hmm. And Oh, is this that uh, Tom Holland movie? Yes, it's the movie with Tom Holland in it. It's also got Robert Pattinson in it. Okay. Um, on top of that, it's got Bill Skarsgård in it. Sebastian oh. Stan is in it. Okay. Um, wow. And the one that, when I saw him, I could not place him for the life of me at first, um, is Harry Melling. And you probably don't know that name, but Harry Melling is the guy who plays Dudley Dursley from all of the Harry Potter movies. Oh, yeah and i was like i know that face why do i know that face and then i put it together i was like that's who it is (laughs) why do i want to punch this person that's on screen what's going on oh don't worry he's worse in this movie perfect so (laughs) awesome because now he's an adult and he does terrible things great um really (laughs) in my mind the plot of this movie is everybody does terrible things and we all okay. are kind, kind of like the, um, the devil all the time. Yeah, exactly. Uh. <laughs> uh, but it's a really interesting story and I get why it's a movie and it definitely deserved to be talk about, talked about. I would say, give it a shot um, for the sake of the story. It's just not something I ever need to watch a second time. Fair enough. Which that doesn't mean it's not a good movie. It's just, I've had my fill of it. So yeah. and I'm glad I did watch it. Like it's something I'm not upset that I watched. It's not a bad movie by any means. It's just not something I need anymore. Fair enough. That's kind of yeah. like a movie that you like go back to like every like five or six years or so. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But it was cool. So. Okay. Yeah. It makes you think. It, that I think that's why I didn't like it. It made me think too much about just oh. the world and life and <laughs> the darkness that is in the world. And so oh. it made me sad. Great. Love that. Because <laughs> all of these characters are very real characters that could be in the real world. And that's a scary thought. That's okay. where I'll leave that. That's the devil all the time. Now, let's move on to our number ones, which hopefully number are happier ones. movies to talk about than that one. Uh, yeah. What's your, yeah. <laughs> what's your number one, Colin? My number one is The Ritual. Okay, The Ritual. Yeah, happy, happy movie. <laughs> <laughs> have, have, you, have you seen this one? I, if I haven't, I've heard about it. 
okay. least a little bit, and it's definitely on my list on Netflix to watch because um, I've definitely watched the preview for it and be like, I need to watch that sometime when I'm ready to watch a scary movie. Okay, so I'm trying to figure out how I want to talk about this movie because I don't want to spoil it because you haven't seen it, but I don't know. So I love horror movies, and I really like horror movies that legitimately scare me. If you can yeah. get under my skin and make me feel scared, I'm going to like your movie. Like, that is... That's how, that's just, that's just, I don't know. I, I, if a movie can legitimately scare me, I'm going to respect it and enjoy it that much more. If I, if a movie can suck me in and feel like compelling and I start to care about what's going on as well as making me scared, then yeah, I'm going to really enjoy that movie. And I think what really got me about this movie is that I thought it was one kind of scary movie and then it turned into another kind of scary movie and then progressed from that into an even scarier version of that scary movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Weird. Um, and I'm going to slightly spoil something because I feel like the story is fun to talk about. Um, and I don't know if I've mentioned it on this podcast or not. So everybody has irrational fears. Yep. Um, everybody has fears that you tell somebody else and they go, you're scared of that. Really? Mm hmm. I'm scared of deer. Okay. Biscuit agrees, apparently. Um, but deer legitimately freak me out a little bit. I They're freaky, you know? Mm-hmm. And this movie has something in it that um, really freaked me out. <laughs> and enough. I had a nightmare afterward after watching this movie. That never happens. Oof. Uh, wow. Yeah. I love this movie. I think it's amazing, especially because it did manage to give me that, like, watching a horror movie when you're, like, 14 years old kind of uh, scary movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's that's awesome. Good job, Netflix. Way to scare Colin. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> you did but, something no one else could do. But Impressive. This, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but this movie is also just really good. Cool. Um, I really enjoyed it. The story is a little odd. Like, I'll, I'll give poise and say that maybe it's not the best movie written, mm-hmm. but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun, and I thought it was really scary, especially over the fact that I was, like, in that ready-to-be-scared mode, and it it got me. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. It's time. John, number one. <laughs> All right. Number one. Uh, my number one is Six Underground. Um, ah, okay. So... That's why I didn't say a whole lot when you were talking about it, just in general, because gotcha. I knew that I was going to want to talk about it. I will say, you probably said most of the things I would have already said, okay. um, and it has been a while since I've watched Six Underground. I've been meaning to watch it again, because I, if I remember nothing else, I remember just really enjoying it. It's a really fun movie. It's, your, it's Ryan Reynolds' action. That mm-hmm. is what it is. It's him being himself um, in a very action-y sense. This movie, to me, kind of has that, like watch it with a group of friends kind of vibe. Yeah. Like make it like a party movie kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's a real fun one though, but I really love that. Like they set the tone like really early on that you kind of just need to be ready for anything. People can die. Oh yeah. As soon as you think they're important and they're, you're like, nah, they won't die. They'll die. Um, and you kind of mentioned that earlier, but I just want to make that known again. And that's one of the reasons why I really liked this movie. Cause it's It's not like like you're, it's not like your typical action movie where you're like, oh, the good guys are going to live in the end because they're the good guys. No. Anyone the movie had stakes. Yeah, it really like it did. Was, like it was balls to the walls insane, but it had stakes throughout it. And like each of these people have their own issues. So like 
you started to feel for them. And as soon as you felt any kind of emotional attachment, that's when anything can happen and you just have no idea. And it hap- And you said, like, it happens in crazy ways. Um, and that's intentional. Like, they go balls to the wall in the way that they do their stunts and they do the action. Yeah, I mean, it, it's Michael Bay being given a total reign on doing whatever he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Michael Bay, but Michael Bay, all you can use in your movie is humans. So yeah. <laughs> give, the, give it the limit of they're humans, but do whatever you want with them essentially and i just think it's a really cool really cool movie um and i am excited to give it a second watch and just kind of see more things than i noticed the first time watching it i'm kind of sad that we're not getting any sequels and we're not continuing on with the story of this movie we said that when we originally watched it too because we did watch this one together we were like it would be really cool if they made more of these because it tells a really cool story and they totally could and to be fair going into this movie i wasn't super hyped about it like I had, I hadn't heard about it. Um, I just kind of saw it on Netflix and was just kind of like, eh, you know, it, it's okay. You know, I, I can't think of anything else to watch. So yeah, this will be fine. And it turned out just to be a ton of fun. Just right off the bat, like this movie is just crazy action, crazy music, crazy stunts, all working together to just be this movie. And yeah. I had a lot more fun watching it than I thought I would. No, me too. When we planned on watching it, we were like, well, it's got Ryan Reynolds in it. That's kind of fun. But it, it was really just one of our, like, let's pick a movie, if, even if it's bad, and we'll just have a good time watching it. But then yeah. it ended up not being bad, and we both really enjoyed this movie. So I think that itself is kind of cool. And good job, Netflix, again. So no, Red Notice was not my number one, but it still was a Ryan Reynolds movie because it's Fair me, enough. and that's yeah. who I am, apparently. So... Yeah, no, yeah. I, I kind of enjoy the fact that this movie happens to be on both of our top five lists. If that, yeah. if if you enjoy the kind of stuff that we enjoy and you haven't seen this movie yet, do yourself a favor. Go watch this movie and, I don't know, messages. Tell us what you think, you know? Yeah, and if you hate it, keep that to yourself. No, tell us <laughs> that too. I'm, I, I, would, I want to hear all opinions. Um, but yeah, sweet. That was our top five. Uh, yeah. Netflix original and one Amazon original movie. <laughs> Hopefully you enjoyed that. Um, I think we had, I had a really good time. I had, oh, no I had a lot of fun talking about this. I had no clue what you were going to put on your list because I don't know what Netflix movies you've watched. Like this was one that I was very unsure about. Yeah. And there were a lot more movies that were Netflix originals than I thought they were like extraction, the Cloverfield paradox. I thought that those were both theatrically released. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that they were yeah. Netflix exclusives. No, it's cool, though. So it's cool to see that, like, a streaming service like Netflix is putting out relatively quality content on its own. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. The only reason that I knew Don't Look Up was a Netflix original is because all the marketing included that it was a Netflix original. If if it didn't say Netflix original in all the marketing, it would be Mm -hmm. the same case. Yeah, same with Red Notice. Um, That one I knew was a Netflix original because before it came out, people were hyping up the fact that it was going to be a Netflix original movie. That and once it reached the most yeah, well what, what received, was it? most streamed movie ever, or something like that, or like yeah, most like Netflix's most watched or something. It was like Netflix's most watched movie ever within yeah. like two weeks of it being on Netflix as a Netflix original movie. Like that alone, like yeah, it made it known very easily that it was created by Netflix. Because why wouldn't they brag about that? 
isn't it crazy that like Netflix progressed from this mail-in service to this DVD rental box unit outside of grocery stores into major movie studio film production company? Yeah, it's you know? crazy. Good job, Netflix. You did yeah. it right. It's impressive. Yeah. Take um, my money. You're, you're going to keep taking my money. And you know what? I'm okay with that. If you ever yeah. want to sponsor us, we're, we're we here. Never say no. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd sponsor. I'd sponsor Netflix. I will take back all the bad things I said about <laughs> um, the devil all the time. I, I'll take <laughs> back the bad things I said about Bright. <laughs> <laughs> we will replace those words in this podcast with something else. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, hopefully you enjoyed what you heard this episode. And if you did, don't forget to rate us five stars on whatever podcast listening place you like to use. And if you did not enjoy what you heard today, well, you're wrong. Still go give us that five-star rating. There are all new episodes of the Other Brothers podcast basically every Tuesday. If you have any suggestions for what we should review next, you can let us know on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok at Other Bros Pod. And most importantly, tell your friends about us. I've been John. I've been Colin. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Other Brothers podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. See you guys.